Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Finchon. I'm your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers, no solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. We're back. We're here. Ugh. Do they hate it? Do they love us? Are they worried? Are we in couples counseling? We just don't know. We don't know. Well, I'd like to introduce our very special guest, marriage therapist right behind me who's (laughs) going to take us. So, last week we did the food auction for, a.k.a. the last time we'll ever do that, a.k.a. Ouch. I don't know. At the end, you guys were saying we were doing it again. I'm like, why are we doing this to ourselves? We're not, we're not doing it again. That's, it doesn't that's work Kelly for talk. us. It, do, let it doesn't her, work for us. Let her control it and see how that goes. Okay. She's not she going to like it. She can do her own. Yeah. She can do her she's, own food auction by herself. We're done. We're, we're done. We're over. So uh, we do have a couple of emails and notices. Uh, I have an email from Bianca, too. Oh, this is great. Okay. I have one from Danny, which is related to the food auction, but it was sent prior to recording the food auction. It was B-F-A, before food auction. Before food auction, yes. So this is from Danny regarding casseroles, which we did before food auction when everything was fine. When everything was still okay at home. Everything was still okay. And mom and dad weren't fighting. (laughs) Okay. From Danny. We're going to play a game called Kirk is Wrong. I love love it already. (laughs) This doesn't hurt me. After all we've been through, this doesn't hurt me. Nothing will hurt us ever again. Ever again. So this is regarding casseroles. Danny says, dude, how are you going to rant about this being America and pulling things from your cold dead hands and say you don't like green bean casseroles or I think I'm going to be sick, mashed potatoes? Is that even legal? You should be ashamed of yourself. I can't even try to be Team Kirk this week. Ah, oh, yes. I get it. I, I, I get it. I'm, I can't defend why I dislike green bean casserole and mashed potatoes. All I can say is that from the bottom of my heart, they both suck. The mashed potato thing is insane. Do you like potatoes? I enjoy the occasional French fry. All right. I'm um, done here. Let's talk about something <laughs> no, else. No, we're, we're coming together. Here's, I like the occasional, I like French fries. I mean, who am I kidding? French fries are great. Um, Mashed potatoes, I just, I straight up don't care about. Like, don't need, don't care. They could go away and I wouldn't think about them. And then green bean casserole is just traumatic. It's awful. Danny, I'm so sorry that you're still listening to this podcast. <laughs> Last week's food auction episode, to me, was the green bean casserole of Food Fight. Oh, it's that bad to you. It's that, it's yeah. that bad? <laughs> it's that bad. Just Got so it. you know. Um, also, now this is what's interesting. Danny says, this is prior to food auctions. He says, also, 
I love the food auctions, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure superfan Bianca also said she liked them. Maybe you guys could do one once a year for the next 60 years you do on the podcast. <laughs> no. Danny, I don't think we're going to make it through another one, to be honest. No. <laughs> it would break us. It's not happening. This one it's broke my- Kirk. Like, literally broke Kirk. Literally Literally broke me to where I was apologizing after we And then I felt I had to apologize. I felt terrible. I felt terrible. And then Kelly didn't do shit. No, she had she's oblivious to what's even happening. You know what I mean? (laughs) She's like, I thought it was great. What do you guys mean? (laughs) Um Yeah, but that's from Danny. And before you read yours, uh uh Amy, who's uh emailed us and and uh Instagram messaged us before Today, this is the day that um, food fight, food auction for a quest for peace dropped. So you're hearing this a week later. Uh, Amy responded, "I'm glad it only nearly ruined you instead of totally few." Yeah, we got through it. Yeah, we got through it. So uh, that was our responses to those. What do you have? Well, Bianca wrote me an Mm -hmm. hour ago, so she must have just listened. (laughs) To the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. She just listened to the auction and she probably feels terrible because she said, Lindsay, I have to send my sincerest apologies for this week's episode. It was actually my email read on the beer episode that prompted this fourth and final food auction. Please take this picture of today's breakfast as penance. And she sent me this beautiful picture with like... Straight up Trader Joe's hash browns, bacon, and eggs scrambled. Oh. Now, this bitch is eating bacon, eggs, and hash browns on a Wednesday. I'm obsessed. And she wrote, my favorite way to have eggs is scrambled, and my secret is mixing with a splash of milk. My parents used to do that when I was little. And then using bacon grease, which I have used in the pan for flavoring. Oh, that's got to be good. Ah, it looks so good. So thank you, that's Bianca. That's got to be super good. It is your fault. We're going to let you uh, take that. We're going to let you. I, I can't take the hit anymore. I can't do it. I can't We're, take the hit for this. It's too much. Everyone, I want to put this on Bianca. It was her fault. Yeah. No. Um, thank you for reaching out, Bianca. We're okay. Yes. We made it. Th- we were fine we that through- night. We, we yes. figured it out that night. We sorted it out. We figured it out. We realized it's not us. It's the food auction. It's not a, it's not a reflection of our relationship. It's, no. If it were anyone going through that, it would be bad. Yeah. It's the food auction. So enjoy that because you're never, ever hearing it again. Mm-hmm. We will do food trivia contests because we seem to be okay fine. with those. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine with those. Just something those about okay. food auctions. Can't Just, do it. It kills us. Can't do it. Can't do it. Not doing it. But if you have a question or comment, send to us at foodfightthepod at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Or if you want to holler at Lindsay like Bianca did, reach out to her at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram. Now, one more food auction thing. One more food auction thing. Oh, God. I know. I did a food poll and it was, uh, we talked about flourless chocolate cake as a dessert for fine dining. Mm-hmm. So I asked uh, our followers, flourless chocolate cake, awesome or basic? Very close, though. 57% said basic. 43% said awesome. 
Oh, interesting. I love it. I'm not, I'm all, I'm here for it. I think it's basic and I don't think it's bad. I think it's basic. And if I see it on the menu, I'm not ordering it. And if there's nothing else there, maybe I'll get it or I'll just be like, hey, let's go someplace else for dessert. But you can look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on Instagram at the Food Fight Pod. Actually, one more question. How do you feel about, this is a, a long fine dining. Uh, uh, the, uh, what is it called? The lava cake, the hot lava cake at, at fine dining. I would be like, that's an interesting choice for fine dining, but it's gonna be delicious. I don't think I would order that, but like if someone else at the table did, I'm definitely eating it. I mean, I'm going to try it. I'm not going to order it. I'm going to try it. I put the lava cake as a step below in terms of basicness of flourless. It's even more basic than flourless. Flourless at least has a little something. But uh, well, because you've seen the that. lava cake on like Friday's menu, so it would be yes. weird. It would yes. be weird. And for uh, any fan of the movie Chef, there's a whole lava cake um, bit, which is hysterical that you should check out. But let's get into the main topic, which is similar. We're talking brownies today. Yes, we are. Because, yes, you get so formal there. Yes, Kirk, we are talking brownies. We are. We are. We're talking brownies. And before I get into opinions and thoughts and all that stuff, let's do some brownie fun facts that um, you might not know and might not care to know what we're telling you anyway. Lots of undocumented theories and stories about the first brownies, uh, but the main story is that it was made by the chefs at Chicago's Palmer Hotel in 1893. The World Columbian Exposition was held in Chicago that year, and the people running it asked the chefs to create an all-new baked good recipe to include in the boxed lunches sold at the fair at the Women's Pavilion. Don't know why there'd be a Women's Pavilion, but then again, it was 1893. More specifically, they asked the hotel chefs to come up with something small that could be eaten and picked up without a fork, but of course would still pack a lot of flavor. The first brownie was made with walnuts inside and an apricot glaze on top. I do not want that brownie. Do you? Uh, I mean, I'm down for the walnuts and I could taste the apricot and see what happens. I'm going to... Um, We'll get into that later, but I'm going to pass on both of those. The desserts were a hit, but they weren't called brownies. The first mention of brownies in American cookbooks didn't come out until several years later. So again, Chicago wins because they came up with something foodie yet again. Second fact, the largest brownie ever made was at the Hudson Valley Chocolate Festival and Holiday Craft Show in Suffern, New York in late 2001. Using 750 pounds of melted chocolate chips, they made a brownie that weighed 3,000 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. No way that brownie tastes good. I think we're staying at the Palmer Hotel when we go to Chicago. Are you? That's old school. That's old school fun. You know what? We booked the Palmer and Bradley was really excited because it's like very old and weird and like cool. But then I think we got like an artist discount somewhere else. So we we switched hotels. But wow, that's cool because I think we were almost going to stay there. 
the Palmer is great. It is old school Chicago. Like you look in, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. This this hasn't changed. We wanted to stay there, but then we got a better deal at the Hilton. Sorry, Palmer. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it's all about the deal. You got a better yeah. deal. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yep. Final fact. <laughs> Let's just do this. Hey, what day do you think is National Brownie Day? Today. Oh, that would be great, but no. July 30th. December 8th. Just kidding. Now, what day do you think is National Have a Brownie Day? This drives me insane. There's two brownie days. There's National Brownie Day and there's National Have a Brownie Day. What do you do on National Brownie Day compared to Have a Brownie Day? Exactly. That drives me insane. So National Brownie Day, maybe you make a brownie or buy a brownie and don't have it. You just look at it. You just get it. Look at it. Say, hey, National Brownie Day. I see you, brownie. You are seen, you are heard, but not eaten. National Have a Brownie Day, you get to actually eat the brownie. Interesting. What day do you th- what day do you think that is? Uh December 9th. Ooh, a little closer. So you February get the brownie 10th. and then the next day you eat it. That would be smart, but there's a 2-month span, February 10th. Why Still. are there two National Brownie Days 2 months apart? Because some guy said it was this day and then some other person was like, "Nah, it's this day." And then they both stuck their what do you flag in the sand? And then that's the end of that because this is America. That's right. Two guys pulling their dicks out going, no, I said it's this day. No, exactly. I said it's this day. Yep. That's what it is. And either day, I don't care because any day is a good day to eat a brownie. Sure. I agree. And here's my confessional. Yes. I pretend to not really care about brownies, so I won't eat them. Hmm. But when I when they're around, I just I go ham on them. So I don't really seek them out. I'm not looking for brownies. I'm not asking for brownies. But if they're there, it's a fucking wrap. I'm eating at least two or three. I think I feel the same exact way. Yeah. Where if someone's like, hey, do you want to get dessert? Or, hey, I would love to bake you something. You're not going to go bake me brownies. You'll say something else. Yes. But if someone's just like, oh, I just... I just bake some brownies. You're like, I will eat a ton. Yeah. I want to eat the brownies, all the brownies. But not necessarily care but I never, or think of asking for them. No. And I would never like buy them either at like a pastry place. Yeah. I am exactly the same way. And I find that's really interesting with brownies where it's a little bit of a, a second class citizen where it's it's not like ice cream where everyone's like I love ice cream except me um like where do you rank brownies with cookies you take a cookie over a brownie probably but it's gotta it depends on the cookie are we talking homemade cookies what kind of cookies I mean that's that's too broad of a question let's let's narrow it then and say the best homemade cookie of your choice compared to the best brownie of your homemade Yeah, I'm going to pick, choice. like my cookie lady makes brownies and I never order her brownies. I only order her cookies. Yes, exactly. Those cookies and her are so brownies good. are amazing, but yes. I want the cookies. Exactly. Exactly. Same with a cake. Like if someone's making me a cake, 
or like, hey, do you want me to make you homemade cake or do you want me to make you homemade brownies? I'm going to be like, uh, yeah, make me a homemade cake, please. Yeah, we played with the idea that Cookie Lady was going to do a brownie cake for the wedding and like make a cake out of brownies. And I went with cake instead. I would have done that too. How do you make a brownie cake? It's like spiraled. No, it's spiraled like a hundred different brownies. Oh. Shaped like a a cake. So then like everyone just gets a brownie. Oh, I think you did right with the cake. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because then people are like, why didn't why why didn't this wedding have a cake and this these are brownies? Right, because people want cake, they don't want brownies. People want cake, they don't want brownies. But if brownies are there, they're going to eat the shit out of them. Yep, but then they're still going to say, "Where's the cake?" Yeah, yeah. Why is that? I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you agree because I was worried that maybe I was just completely wrong in my thinking. Where you rarely ask for brownies, but when you get them, you're like, "Yes," because they're basic. Yeah, but you can judge them almost more so than other stuff, which we'll get into. You can judge them, and they're good accompanied with other desserts, so they're pretty, they're pretty useful. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know hey, why. How about? How about? And I just thought of this. We do a sports metaphor. Okay. Okay. I'm going to compare it to two basketball players. Oh, good. I'll totally understand this. Okay. If you need to literally close your eyes, and no, I'm just gonna have out. to like Google who these people are. I don't know who. Well, you know is. one. You okay. know one. You know Steph Curry. Do I? Oh my god! I know the Do name, not- but I don't know who that person is. This is the uh, one of the best shooting guards in the history of basketball. Plays for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I don't know that. Married to. A really famous influencer whose name I'm completely forgetting. God, I can't believe you don't know. Okay. Steph Curry is probably. Is that a boy or a girl? Yes. Steph. Yeah. Steph. Yeah. Good question. Plays for the Golden State Warriors for for the NBA. He is. Probably the most popular basketball player right now, even more so than LeBron because he's a little younger. He is, he is cake and cookies. Okay. Where people are like, oh, fuck yeah. It's time for cake and cookies. It's time for Steph Curry. He has a brother named Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Wow. Seth and yes. wow. And Seth. Seth and Steph. Yes. Seth is also an NBA player. Plays for, uh, been around the league, plays for, played for various teams, plays for the Brooklyn Nets. He is more of a utilitarian player where he just spots up and shoots jumpers and doesn't have the same zhuzh or style or panache as Mm. Steph, but you're very excited to have him on. You're happy to have him on your team. He's a brownie. Steph's a cookie or a cake. Okay. That's how I think of it now. Yeah. That's, uh, that was the most sports we'll talk. I'm Uh, sure the listeners will understand that. I guarantee you they will understand because unlike you, they will at least know who Steph Curry is. Yeah, no idea. I, let me, okay. But let me do this. Who's this influencer 
wife. I'm looking up right now Steph Curry's wife because I've completely forgotten her name. Steph Curry wife. I should know this because she's at the games all the time. Aisha. Aisha Curry. Aisha. No idea who that is. Formerly Aisha uh, Disa Curry is a Canadian-American actress, cookbook author, and cooking television personality. See, it all comes together. Okay, never heard of her. Okay, well then let's move on then. Um, Yeah, so I think also in that whole like brownies are basic and also, I think also maybe when you're speaking of basic, brownies are maybe a little easier to make, even if you're doing it homemade. Yeah, A little more forgiving. Like, if you fuck up a brownie, you go, oh, well, yeah, I'm still eating it. It's fine. Or if you yeah. fuck up a cake or a cookie, you're like, you're It's okay to fuck it up and that still be edible. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot right. of, like, rich chocolate that will just hide any abnormalities. <laughs> yes. Very true. Very, very true. Also, cake, or sorry, cake and cookies that are store-bought or that are made from a box or from, like, the Nestle's Toll House, you kind of go, meh, it's okay. Where a box brownie, you're like, this is good. I'm fine with this. Like, it's a little more forgiving. I think I'm down for all of it. (laughs) You're here for all of it. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's get into some styles and tastes because I want to know if you're down for these. Brownies are broken down, and this is more like consistency. And I'm curious to see which one you choose. Um, are you are you a fudgy girl? Are you a chewy girl? Or are you a cakey girl? Or are you all three? I'm not a cakey girl. Okay. I'd, I'd like more explanation on the difference between fudgy and chewy. I have that information that I'm happy to give to you. Fudgy brownies, <clears throat> excuse me, fudgy brownies have minimal amounts of flour and no baking powder at all. Melting the butter rather than creaming it yields a denser, fudgier outcome. Cake-like brownies contain less butter and more flour than fudgy brownies, as well as little baking powder. Softened butter is creamed with sugar rather than melting with chocolate. Chewy brownies get their chewiness from adding in extra eggs and a combination of different chocolates. I think I want fudgy, then chewy, then cakey. I think, if I'm being honest, I'm really good with all of them. None of them disappoint me. But if push comes to shove, you're saying fudgy, chewy, cakey? Yeah. I'm saying... Hmm. You know what? I'm saying chewy, fudgy, cakey, even though they're basically equal. I'm saying chewy because I think chewy um, is a little more... If I eat chewy brownies, I can shove more in as opposed to a fudgy brownie where I'm a little more overwhelmed. Okay. So purely numbers game, I can get more brownies for my buck and eat more brownies if they're chewy than fudgy. Understood. Are you really anti-cakey or are you just like, this is fine? No, I'm not anti-cake, but it's the last one I'd want. 
I I agree. I'm not mad. Some people get mad that, you know, oh, this is like a cake. I'm like, I don't care. It's still good. Yeah, I want them a little more ooey gooeyer. You like the fudgy. You're here for the fudgy. I'm here for the chewy. Okay, edge or center. I think we've done this on a poll a long time ago. Edge is easier to hold and centers can come apart easier. But I think I like, mm, I like the, love the taste of a center, but I do like to have a little bit of contrast with the edges. I'm here for the edge. And, and in this family, we'll, we'll come to blows over who gets those edges because there's only so many that you get. Yeah, I get it. You know, we're all fine with center. And we're good with it, but the edges are special because you're getting best of both worlds with those. Yeah, I'm. I think I want both. Yeah, same. You mentioned that you like fudgier. Can a brownie be too gooey? I say yes. I think it can get too gooey. It can get too gooey because it falls apart, but I like the taste of it still. So I'm a hundred percent okay with it. Hey, will you eat a brownie with a fork? If I have to. I will do anything with a fork. <laughs> wow. Strong words. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of eating a brownie needs to be that it needs to be eaten with your hands. And if it's too gooey and you have to use a fork, then you are missing out on a major component of the brownie. I mean, I can probably count on one hand the amount of times in my life I've used a fork with a brownie but if that if mm-hmm. that's what it needs to be to get something then I'm going to get it and it's okay if if that's what it takes to get that brownie in your mouth yeah. then so be it yeah i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you we mentioned box uh, brownies and we're good with it although again not necessarily hey i'm going to get a box of brownie mix and and maybe make make brownies even though they're super easy it's not something that you you really seek out right i'm okay with that would you would you make i know you don't cook would you make brownies over a cake or cookies if you were going to bake something no i would make cookies first and then i'd do brownies and then i'd make cake because cake is a little more uh too many steps yeah too many steps i get you i get you so We've talked about from a box. And again, we've talked about this too. If there's a brownie at a bakery, unless it's someone going, dude, you have to eat this brownie at this bakery. It's sick. I'm probably going to skip the brownie. Yeah, same. Yeah, unless unless recommended and that's what it's known for. Yeah, if I go to a place and somebody's like, the brownies are to die for, I'm going to give it a go. Okay. But same. if not, I'm getting cookies or a Linzer tart. A what? A Linzer tart. What the fuck is a Linzer tart? Seriously? You don't know who Steph Curry is. A Linzer tart. It's a kind of tart. Can you spell it? L-I-N-Z-E-R. L-A-N-Z. L-I. A Linzer tart. L-I-N-Z-E-R. A Linzer tart. A Linzer tart. You've never heard I've of a Linzer tart? I've never heard of a Linzer tart. Now you're going to see them all the time. There's Linzer. It looks like there's Linzer cookies too. What are you talking about? Let me look this up. You've L-I-N- seen them a million times before. Linzer tart. Let me go Linzer tart first. 
foodfightthepod at gmail.com. Have you ever heard or had of a Linzer tart? A Linzer tart. The Linzer tort is a traditional Austrian pastry, a form of shortbread topped with fruit preserves and sliced nuts with a lattice design on top. It is named after Linz, Austria. Oh. Oh, wait. They're powdered ones? Uh-huh. And there's fruit in the middle, and in the middle of it, it's like either a hole or like a little heart-shaped yeah. thing? Yeah, Oh, God. I hate those because um, of the fruit-filled. Mm. Um, that's so weird. That's so funny. I've seen those all the time. Yeah, they're called Linzer tarts or Linzer cookies. And you're getting that over a brownie? No, I mean, at- I'm getting probably cookies. Um okay. Or like a lemon bar or something, if they have something like that. This is a great segue because you're getting into an area that I want to talk to you about, which is that kind of um, uh, the Jewish delicatessen that has its own bakery. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see like a lemon square and a black and white cookie. Yeah. And you're going to see the Linzer tart. And then you're also going to see the brownie. You're going to see a brownie at a... Jewish delicatessen slash bakery. Really? I don't yeah, see them as them. being very Jewish. I see them because they always have their, uh, at least the ones in Cleveland, the delicatessens we go to whenever we're in Cleveland. They are, uh, they're giant, which is great. I mean, they're fucking a brick. But it's always got nuts in it. Mm. And it's always, which I wanted to bring up, frosted. Weird. Like, what f- color frosting? It's it's chocolate frosting on top of Oh, I've seen brownie. that before, yeah. Yeah, and it's got nuts in it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't get a brownie at a Jewish delicatessen because if you're not getting a black and white cookie, like, you're not doing that right. Yeah, you're, you're, doing, the, you're doing the Jewish delicatessen wrong. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I've ne- um, I don't think I've ever gotten, it, besides Rugla or... Havala or black and white cookie. I don't think I've ever gotten any other dessert. I know I've gotten a brownie there at least once because I remember going, these aren't great, but they're gigantic. But that's so goy of you. Well, I'm half Jewish, half goy. So part of me, mm. part of me does it. Mm. Total side note has nothing to do with brownies, but how disappointed are you when you get a black and white cookie from a Jewish delicatessen and it's not good? It's really upsetting. And some don't even have black and white cookies. I think Cantor's Deli sometimes doesn't have them. That's wrong. There should always be black and white cookies. It's insane. It's insane. Yes. No, it's infuriating. It is. You can have a great meal at a deli. And if there's a shitty black and white cookie, you're like, fuck this place. They should know better. I don't care how good my corned beef was. They need to have a black and white cookie. The one at Starbucks is passable and hits the spot if you really need it. If you're if you're if you're Jonesing, yeah. I mean, look, I'm sure there's ones that are expired, and if someone had a bad one there once, yeah. but like I've had Starbucks ones, and it's like a seven out of ten. That's pretty generous. I My know. My issue then would be. That aren't they like small? They're not like They're the small. big ones. They're That's small. That's bullshit. 
Yeah. Come on, Starbucks. I think I'm okay with that because like if you go, if you go to, um, like, uh, Russ and daughters, they have mini ones. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't want a mini black and white. I want a big ass one. I think it's authentic still. Okay. The little ones. That's fair enough. Well, back to brownies. And we talked about it at, uh, that the Jewish delicatessens, at least in Cleveland, have frosted brownies. I'm kind of okay with it. It's pretty good. It's I'm not okay with that. You're 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 saying hard pass on a frosted brownie. Yeah, I am. Too much? Like why why put why put frosting on it? Because it's already a brownie. If they're putting frosting on it, it tells me that the brownie isn't that good. If the brownie's good enough, it doesn't need frosting. The brownie stands alone. Yeah, why do I need... I like when it's like a little crispy and frosted mm-hmm. on the top, but like full-on frosting feels like lunch cafeteria food to me. <laughs> Ouch. Frosting's good, though. I love frosting, but I don't think yeah. my brownie needs it. Why would my brownie need it? It probably doesn't, and I see what you're saying, and I've been in that situation where I've, I've been like... Oh, look, it's someone frosted this brownie because they're scared that their brownie is not good enough. Right. That being said, I eat the frosted brownie. I'm like, well, it's good, but it's good because it has frosting on it. Right. But if you tasted it without, maybe it was good without, but the frosting just overpowered it. Or maybe it wasn't good without, and then it just wasn't a good brownie. The frosting will always overpower it. Yeah. How do you you feel about nuts in brownies? I I say no. I don't really want that, but I can- I know that like walnuts are delicious in yeah. brownies. So like if that is if that's my option, fine. I'm sure there's a delicious brownie with it in there. Yes. If someone's putting nuts in the brownie, fine. Okay. But I would rather not have it in there. Have you ever, and I'm just realizing this now, I've never had any other nut in a brownie besides walnut. I don't think you can do any other nut. I'm sure you could that do pecans. Weird. Ooh, yeah, then I'm going to, I will pass on a pecan brownie. I'm sure you could do 100%. pecans. Um, and that's probably it. Probably, yeah. Pecans or, or walnuts. Yeah. Walnuts, yes. Pecans, no. A um, couple more before we get into actual specific flavor pairings. This is going to be weird coming from me, but brownie and ice cream. Pretty fucking great. Amazing. Ama- I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Cake and ice cream is a fucking tragedy. No one should eat cake with ice cream. But a brownie can handle it. A brownie can handle ice cream and an ice cream can handle brownie. That's a marriage made in heaven. I like both. But the nice thing about the brownies is if it's hot and then the ice cream is cold, that is so fun. Yes, that is good. Did you, or have you ever indulged in the Ben and Jerry's brownie? Yes, yes, very good. The back in my early twenties, when I did enjoy ice cream, that would be my go-to ice cream, and I would eat the whole pint. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Mine is fish food, so I go for that first. But I have had the brownie one; it is. Very good. Yeah. And I would eat the pint and be like, this is fine. I'm just eating a pint of ice cream. It's no big deal. 
who doesn't do that? That's why I don't let people have ice cream in the house. Yes, exactly. That's why we don't do it now because we're adults. Adults, kind of. Last thing before flavor pairings. I'm going to call bullshit on these. I'm calling both of them together. I don't want them in my life. I think they're worthless. I think just eat a brownie. A, brownie bites. B, brownie brittle. Hate them both. Brownie brittle is never good as you want it to be. And it's just like, I love the idea of it, but it just tastes like burnt toast. Yeah, exactly. And... Brownie bites I ate when I was little and loved them, but I haven't had them as an adult, so I don't feel comfortable um, commenting on that. Oh, okay. I'm going to comment on both as as BS. And as I did this, uh, Lily just walked in from work, and I literally, she walked in from work, and I just said that these are bullshit, and she looked at me and went, what? Okay, so she likes them. Maybe we're just too she old. Likes them. Yeah. Maybe we're just too old. Brownie bites I can see as a kid, but to me, just get a brownie. Don't don't get cute with it. Just well, get a but they're easier to throw in a lunchbox. I guess that's true. So maybe that's, that's why. why. Like yeah, brownie brittle. It's when just not get, as good as it should be. Yeah. Why why get excited over brownie brittle? Just get a brownie. And if you're like, well, I don't want all the brownie, then I'm like, well, then you don't want a brownie. You don't want a brownie, idiot. You don't want a brownie. <laughs> God damn it. Don't get me started on the brownie brittle. Thank God there was no brownie brittle in the auction. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Flavor pairings, I'm calling this. I. The other reason why I think brownies can get more love, and some of these pairings I fucking hate, but you can make Anything work with a brownie almost. Almost any other like dessert flavor, you're going to be like, oh, that works. Where with other things, you're like, mm, I don't want to see that. Like, I'm throwing all these out right now. Like, and I hate this. Uh, like raspberry brownies. I, hate I don't those, want by the that. Way. I don't want that either, but I can see it. I can see it, I go, but okay. I don't want it. Don't want it. Do you want any fruit filled brownie? No, I could have like a yummy, like I could see during the holidays, like a peppermint, like, like we like those Andy mints or we like like a peppermint patty. Like if someone found a way to do like a minty one, I could see maybe, but I think I just want a brownie. Okay. Then this will be interesting with all these flavors. I had peppermint in there. Like peppermint goes with it and- I agree with you. I want it. I want it during Christmas as like a fun little thing. And then I never want it again. I don't even really think I want it during Christmas, but it's acceptable to me. Ooh, you are a purist. Okay. Let's just go down the list then. Marshmallow brownie. Okay. I don't really want this, but I could see someone making like a bomb ass one and I'm okay. I'm okay. Let's try it. You know? Now. Okay, since we're since we're here, since we're at this point, let's ask this. Would you eat it if it was on top like a marshmallow topping almost like a frosting? No. It's got to be inside like the little bits inside. 
Okay, you're consistent then. Yes, I think I'm going to treat this next section as I'm going into a place that only sells different types of brownies because my reality, dear listeners, is I don't want anything done to my brownie, but there are things that sound okay. So I'm going to treat this section as we're going to like Betty's Brownie Shop. Do you want a raspberry brownie? Absolutely not. Do you want a marshmallow brownie? Maybe that's maybe I'll pick okay, that. I love but this. what are my other options? You're gonna get some other options, which are great. Before I ask that, let me ask you one more ice cream question. On the count of three, what ice cream are you putting with your brownie? One, two, three, vanilla. Vanilla or mint chocolate chip. Ooh. Ooh I right? Like that, but, they both but, would be good. I Ooh, think strawberry I think would that's be good really too. Good. Though. Stop! Stop! You're God. I loved you for a moment. Now I hate you. Don't I love mint chocolate chip that. personally, so I would be happy with vanilla. But there is a naughty part of me. If I was like a little stoned, I'd be like, "What if we did mint chocolate chip with this brownie?" <laughs> Should we do that? Let's try. And it would be it. it would be delicious. Now, why can't you do? vanilla ice cream with a peppermint brownie wouldn't it give the same taste flavor it would be very good you could you could do that okay all right i'm just curious all right caramel brownies that would be higher on betty's brownie list for me as an option than the marshmallow okay i am liking this we're getting orders we're going to figure out this order at the end i don't want caramel brownies caramel brownies are worthless you don't like caramel yeah because right. I'm an educated I love caramel. Person. I love caramel. Gets in the way. To me, that gets in the way. Um, espresso brownie. Lower than marshmallow. Okay. Peanut butter brownie. Ooh. Mm. Uh, higher than caramel. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. So first Nutella. choice so far. I like Ooh. that. That's me. That's me. Nutella. Uh, uh, even with peanut butter. That would be Ooh. like, Kirk, you got to get the Nutella. I'll get the peanut butter and we'll just share. Uh, love that. Love uh-huh. it. Oreo. Oreo flavor brownie. Mm, I would do that under, uh, before caramel, under peanut butter and Nutella. Okay. Finally, cream cheese brownie. No. <laughs> Hard pass. No. Okay. Let's put these in order then for Lindsay. We have to have a number one or is it a tie? Peanut butter and Nutella. Nutella, then peanut butter. Oh, then Oreo, then caramel, then marshmallow, then raspberry, then cream cheese. And what about Oreos? I put that under um, peanut butter. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. I'm going peanut butter, Oreo, cream cheese. What? Cream cheese and brownies go go good together. They really do. Don't make the face. They do. You got to try it. It's like a little, it's, t- it's on top, almost like a frosting. I'm fine. I don't need that. But okay, I I'm think gonna you're go. great. Understand. Oh, thanks. Peanut butter? 
was number one. What was number two? Was for me Oreo? or no, for pe- you? No, for me. You did Oreo. Peanut butter, peanut butter, Oreo, cream cheese. I'm going to throw espresso because I think it's going to cut into the sweet. And so that might get a, that you get a little bitter bite to it that I think is nice. Um, then peppermint, then Nutella, then ooh, caramel, then marshmallow, then fruit filled. Fruit filled's last. Fruit filled can go fuck itself. It really can. It's just, it doesn't belong. It doesn't belong. A few more things before we get into some tastings. Do you have any opinions on blondies? Do you need a, do you need a, what a blondie is specifically? No, I, I sure. Cause I got it wrong. Cause I'm going to break this up. There's blondies and there's brookies. They're two different things. I thought they were the same thing. A blondie. The difference between brownies and blondies is mainly the color and one ingredient, which is chocolate. Chocolate is used in the melted format in the brownie recipe, while white chocolates are added to the blondie recipe without melting it. Okay. Um, My opinions of blondies are, I'm into it, but I'm going to pick a brownie Mm -hmm. first. Agree. Would this drive you crazy? A white chocolate cranberry blondie. Crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want that either. I don't want a cranberry in my blondie or my brownie. That's that's gross. I really don't. No, we can do better as a society. A brookie is just a chocolate chip cookie in in brownie form. Right. I thought blondies and brookies were the same thing until about four hours ago. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that they were different? Um, I think I remember learning that at some point in my life, but I haven't thought about brookies in so long that I don't think I could have answered that if you asked me. I, I don't think I've ever had a blondie. I've had a brookie. I've never had a blondie. So, I feel like I've had a blondie before. I feel like blondies can, as much as I enjoy white chocolate, I'm kind of like you. You're like, why am I getting a blondie if there's a a brownie right there? Yeah, I'm getting the brownie. Yeah. Are you getting a brownie over a brookie? Yeah, I'm getting a brownie, and then I'm getting a brookie, and then I'm getting a blondie. You know, I think I'm going brookie because it's a cookie. But it's thicker because mm. it's in brownie form. And to me, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm literally having my cake and eating it too. And I, and I like that. And then I would, and then I would get a blondie. But yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of the brookie. If we're at a, if we're at a barbecue, and there's a plate of brownies and a plate of brookies, you're going brownie first. Yes. I'm going brookie first, then going brownie. And then, if I'm being honest, I bet you I go back to the brookie. I would do brownie, brookie, and I'd probably go back to the brownie. Okay. And then, if there's a blondie there, you're like, well, too late. There's brookies and brownies here. You, you yeah, I don't know if I need it. I agree. I agree. Two more things before we get into some tastings. This is... Let's travel back in time to 1997. Oh. 
Yeah. What were you doing in 1997? I was 14. Okay. So I was in middle school listening to Green Day and being like way too cool for school bra and like smoking Mm -hmm. cigarettes and I knew it. Smoking weed, like going for a walk in the neighborhood. At 14? Yeah. I'm from Florida. So like you start (laughs) start pretty young there. You really could have just led with that. And I've been like, oh, okay. Um, For a brief moment, I was like, oh, um, maybe Lily shouldn't be seen with you. And then I was like, wait, maybe you shouldn't be seen with Lily because she's going to do worse things probably. Um, Yeah, she lives in L.A. Yeah, she lives in L.A. I'm fucking doomed. Okay, so 1997. I am uh, around this time, 26. 26, just moved to L.A. Wow. Uh, yeah. Listening to uh, probably a lot of Blackstreet. No diggity. Okay. Um, and at that time, see, this won't, this might not hit with you because you're 14 and you're too cool for school and you don't give right. a fuck. But it was that whole like, hey, um, there was a big fat free craze. Yes. I remember the fat free craze. Yes. And one of the things that I ate with uh, Anne and our neighbors, who were good friends of ours when we first moved here, were brownies that were called No Pudgies. Get it? And this was with yogurt. Was this made with yogurt? I think so. And it was like no fat, obviously a fuck ton of sugar. Right. But it was, they were called No Pudgies, and they were basically... You would make these, and they were brownies, and I think you did make them with yogurt, and they were very, very, uh, very, very chewy-gooey. Yeah, they have those now. They have those still, but I think they're called, like, Fudge Pudge. <laughs> of course, they, they rebranded. I know yeah. that I have seen these at like Trader Joe's or something. They have it and you yeah. make it with like non-fat yogurt. Yes. And we ate the fuck out of those things. All the, Just like, like pure like sugar. Pure I love sugar. It. And we'd make it like three or four times a week and we'd go and rent a movie. This is the 90s. Um, and we would just eat these no pudgies because we were like, well... I mean, we might as well just be eating carrots. It's, it's, they're Same no pudgies. Thing. No pudgies. Yeah. No That's pudgies. That's hilarious. Yeah. Eating healthy. That's, uh, and then one day we're like, why the fuck are we eating these no pudgies when we look at the sugar? And it's just horrible. That's hilarious. Final question, which will lead to eventually an episode that we're doing. Have you ever had a pot brownie? I'm sure you have. Uh, I feel like Kelly and I have told our pot brownie stories on this. No? Let's go ahead and give another one because we will be in a very, some point this summer we're doing an edible episode. Fun, fun teaser. Before, set the period. before it was legal, Kelly mm. and I were producing a web series and one of my friends 
raised money to do a marathon because you have to like donate whatever three thousand mm. dollars to a leukemia fund or whatever. My friend started raising money by selling pop brownies, and she would call the she called herself Betty Cracker, and so. I got the recipe that she was using and to pay for the web series, I think we made like $5,000 or something. We sold oh my pop God. brownies. You never told this story. That's insane. That's so great. Kelly would make them. I would make them. And everywhere we went, we had them. Okay. And if you go online, it's the Samuel L. Jackson. Just look up Samuel L. Jackson pop brownie recipe and they're really strong. They'll kill you. They're really strong. (laughs) So we would go to a comedy show and we would sell them for like five to $8 each or something. And people would like eat them and then go into like a weed coma and be like, I got to go home. I'm Mm. too high. So they were like awful, but we made so much money off of them. And we would like lick the batter and get stoned and have all these crazy stories. So when we do the next episode with Kelly, we can tell you some of those stories, but I'll tell you this one quick story. Please. I came home and I realized my dog had eaten a pot brownie (gasps) and there's two issues there. There's the chocolate and there's the weed. So I was having like a nervous breakdown. I had to go host an event. So I had to leave my house in like 20 minutes and leave Oliver at home. And so I was like freaking out. So I called the vet and they're like, we really can't like, we really can't tell you what to do, but chocolate's bad and the weed is bad. Like if you're concerned, you should really bring him here. But if he hasn't had a seizure yet, he's probably <laughs> fine. And I was like, he's just okay. Mm-hmm. So I called my neighbor and I was like, can you watch the dog? Like, just, you know, check on him a couple of times, make sure he, he's okay. And she checked on him a couple of times and he was totally fine. But when I came home, my closet was like, I lived in a studio, so it was all one room. He had taken all my shoes from out of my closet and put them in the middle of my apartment. Like in a pile. That is so like, that's like something a human would do if they're really stoned. How weird is that? That is like, I thought you were going to say, oh, like he trashed my, he trashed my clothes because he's freaking out. He literally was like. Organized my closet. Literally was like, Lindsay's shoe collection is a hot mess. I'm going to take care of this right now. I'm going to put on some Almond Brothers. I'm going to go ahead and just fucking make this all organized. Yes. I called my parents like freaking out. And I was like, what do I do, Oliver? And he didn't eat the whole thing. He ate like a piece of it. But we licked the batter and got super stoned and went down a rabbit hole. So I was like freaking out. My dad's like, Lindsay, just... Turn off the lights, put on Jimi <laughs> Hendrix, and just let him go. And I was yeah, like, all right. That's, oh. Once again, can't wait to meet your dad at the wedding. Yeah, Nick Gentile with some solid dad advice. Total, total dad advice. That's fucking great. Final question about that. I need to know, what was your markup? How much did it cost to make these pop brownies? Because you're selling them, you said, for like five to eight bucks? I think we sold them for $5 and then like two for eight. But, you know, you buy like a shitty bag of weed for $50 and then you make a bunch. Mm -hmm. So I actually, I don't know. I don't remember. And you're just using a box uh, like Duncan Hines 
Brownie no, right. we had the Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's an actual specific weed recipe that required. butter recipe. And then with that butter, we found like a brownie recipe and made it that way. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. And I love it. All right, let's get to it. Let's do some tasting. Now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about brownies, that's what we'll be tasting. We both brought something. Yes. Uh, Do you want to go first or second? I'm good either way. Sure. I can go first. Um... Uh, so I am eating really healthy right now and only cheating mm-hmm. on the weekends. So I wanted to like make some sort. I'm like, there's got to be like a keto brownie or like mm-hmm. some sort of healthy brownie. So, excuse me, I just burped. I made okay. a brownie that is no flour, no eggs, no refined sugar. And basically what it's made out of is... Applesauce instead of oil or butter, almond butter with no sugar, honey, coconut sugar, cocoa powder, salt, a little bit of baking soda, vanilla extract, and then I put in chocolate chips, which you don't have to put in chocolate chips, but I felt like it probably needed chocolate chips. So Yeah, because uh, this is going to suck. This is going to be bad. I, I made them, and then I told Bradley, like, eat all of them and leave me a tiny piece for... I made these this weekend. I said, leave me a tiny mm-hmm. piece for Wednesday. He ate them. He thought they were freaking delicious. Okay? Wow. Really? Yeah. It sounds terrible. They sound terrible. Well, let's try Do they look like brownies? Yeah. They're ooey gooey. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Ooey gooey looks like a brownie. They're ooey gooey. They look like a brownie. I think they're really yummy. If you, if someone told you that they're brownies and didn't say what was in them, would you be like, wow, this brownie's good? Or you'd be like, this brownie's not really a brownie no. that I'm used to. I think it's good. I think it was probably better two days ago just because it's been a few days. But yeah, the chocolate chips really, really go a long way, even though those mm-hmm. don't have that much sugar in them. They do help because they're not super sweet. They're more chocolatey. Yeah. Um. So the, the little bit of that sugar in the chocolate chips actually does go a long way. So it actually mm. tastes like a brownie. It doesn't mm-hmm. taste like a a healthy alternative dessert. No, I think it does the trick. I think they're good. Mm. Yeah, I'm into it. And the wow. consistency is really nice. That's the important thing. And I think that's too, this is kind of what we've been saying all episode is that brownies are forgiving, man. You can make a brownie and it's not going to be a shit show. Right. Yeah. Mm. All right. I'm impressed. I'm into it. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. I didn't go that route. I went a complete uh, 180. And I'm doing this because I've never had them before. And everyone fucking talks about these like they're gold. And what is it? It's a cosmic brownie. 
Ew. Everyone I've talked to, particularly, particularly, I didn't grow up on these. I never had these as a kid. I'm a Gen Xer, never had these. But I know that there's a lot of millennials out there who are like, oh, cosmic brownies. I fucking grew up on them and I'd have them after school or I'd get them in my lunch bag and I fucking love them. And I looked at them. I'm like, it's a fucking brownie, but people love them. And I was like, well, I should try it then. Does it have nuts in it? No, it's got little freaking, like, not, I want to say Pez, but there's like little colored candies on top. Weird. Like sprinkles. Have you had cosmic brownies? You're a millennial. Did you have cosmic brownies growing up? I'm sure I did. Does that look familiar? I've seen those before. Yeah, I know that taste. I haven't had that in like a gazillion years, though. People were raving about these. And I was like, well, I should try it. And then, oh, there might be nothing. No, no, that's a candy. Um, People also, like, my kids know of Cosmic Brownies. And I had to get, they don't sell them individually wrapped. And so I'm at the store and I like called Lily and Theo. I was like, listen, I have to get a box. If I buy this giant box. Yes. Will you eat them so they're not wasting? And they're like, yes, 100%. They love them. And I'm like. I don't know what the appeal is, but here we go. Cosmic brownie. It's not awful, but it's not great. Oh. It tastes like a store-bought brownie. It's chewy. Mm-hmm. You take a bite. First of all, these little candy things are stupid and unnecessary, and I don't know why, other than to add to the cosmic. Cosmic. Of it, to it's have the it. cosmic of it all. It literally adds nothing. So if you eat, you take a bite, and you go, oh, it's chewy. That's great. And then you go, oh, yeah. It's kind of got a brownie thing. And then all of a sudden it turns, and you're like, oh. I can taste the chemicals. Mm. So there's a chemical taste at the end mm. that I'm not here for. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's not the worst thing I've had on the show. Um, but it's not a revelation where I'm like, oh, I've been wrong all this time. Cosmic brownies are actually great. And everyone who's had them as a kid are right. It's a big whatever. I think it's just got to be a nostalgic pull. It must be. It's like a, it's like eating Dunkaroos. Exactly. Where you're like, oh, Dunkaroos. And now you have them and you're like, eh. But I didn't grow up on these, so that's why maybe. Um, I'm glad I have kids because I'm not eating these. I'm not, even, it's, uh, I'm not even finishing this one. They come in like two small squares. I ate one square and I'm like, no, I, yeah. I can't eat. I no, can't do thank it. you. No, thank you. All right. Well, now it's time for What You Eatin'. What You Eatin'. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation, anything you're currently obsessing over, or you can recommend based on today's theme. I'm going to go first, and this is actually, it's going to sound like, it's going to sound like the brownies that you just had, mm-hmm. and you're going to be like, oh, why are you trying to like health up my brownies? But it's not, and it's this tip. Add zucchini to your brownies. Oh, I've like zucchini bread. I've seen people do that <clears throat> yeah. before. And 
it's because it makes it more moist. It makes it for a really super moist, really kind of, it's not more fudgy because there's not as much fudge in it, but it gives that consistency of a more moist, more fudge brownie, but you're just eating zucchini and you don't feel as bad, but at the same time, you can put out a brownie that's, it's still a brownie. It's got chocolate and butter and it's got all the things, but there's zucchini in it and you would never know that there's zucchini in these brownies. Interesting. Highly recommend that. Anne has done it with brownies that she makes here and I'm like, all brownies should be made with zucchini because it just makes them taste better. Interesting. Okay. She's also made black bean brownies, which is hano. Uh, no, thank you. And she's also made chickpea brownies, which are not bad. Still, okay. again, all the same brownie things, except there's chickpeas in it. Interesting. But the zucchini is the, the way to go. Highly recommend it. Zucchini and your brownies. Okay. Well, mine has nothing to do with brownies, but Bradley and I discovered something. And actually, we didn't discover it. His mom and his aunt discovered it at Costco, and then they talked about it for like weeks, and we thought they were annoying and crazy. And then Mm -hmm. they bought a bunch of them for our pool party that Kirk did not come to because he had the shingle shot and he's old. But we bought them for that party, and then we didn't get to them because we had so much food left over, so they were in their freezer. And so last time... Fourth of July, when we went over there, his mom was like, take these out of the house. I'm going to eat them all. You guys need to have them now. So we finally Mm -hmm. tasted them. And they are called Island Way Sorbet. Have you had this? Yes, because Lily and Anne eat the fuck out of those things. They are incredible. Okay. Yes. So I know you can get them at Costco. I don't know where else you can get them. They're called Island Way Sorbet. I think you can only get them at Costco. There's 12 different kinds. Coconut, berry, mango, pomegranate. But they come in like the coconut comes in a coconut shell. The mango comes in an orange peel. Um, The berry comes in a grapefruit. Something, what comes in a lime? Like the pomegranate one comes in a lime. There's a passion fruit one. I'm telling you, you guys, they are so good. And the the coconut one has like 190 calories in the serving, but the other ones only have 70. So they're actually like, if you really are craving ice cream, it's like freaking delicious. That's so funny because- we just went to Costco last week and Anne was like, wait a minute, I gotta go, I gotta go get those. I gotta get the Island Sorbet. That's so funny. Island Way Sorbet, it is so freaking good. It's I've tasted them and I don't really give a crap about sorbet. Well, you so, don't like but, sorbet or ice cream. Yeah. But these taste pretty good. They're I'm actually like, wow, that's pretty impressive. And they're fun to eat. They're fun to eat because they're in an actual orange peel or in a lemon wedge or it's just like it feels healthy. Yes. That's so funny that that's your recommendation on a brownie Uh, show. Yeah. Because like I'm not going to eat a brownie, but I'm going to eat that. (laughs) You can eat the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh, that is hysterical. Okay. Before we leave, just as a reminder, 
This is a teaser. We're not going to say what we're doing next week. But next week, as promised, Lindsay's coming over. Yes. Kelly's coming over. Yes. Um, We're not going to say what we're doing, but just know that this might be one of the most important food fight episodes we ever record. I'm really excited. (laughs) Like, this will be something that is near and dear to Lindsay's heart. Yeah. And that don't say too ready. much cuz they're going to no. figure it out. She's ready to share it to the world. I'm so excited. This will be fun. This will make up for the cosmic brownie I ate and for the food auction we had last week. Uh, we're all coming together guys and it's all making and making nice. We're making nice and making fun and making friends. And that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Instagram page, The Food Fight Pod, where we have food pics, videos, clips from the show, and all our food polls. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepod at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Or you could help Lindsay at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram and the 40-year-old bride is killing it right now. I don't have a lot of followers, but I'm getting a ton of feedback on my videos from randos. So go on there and follow me so I have more followers, please. Do it because it's super funny and I love it too. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.